Hello, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, babies. Hi. Welcome to Morning Word and Worship. This is Rich Johnson Moore for October the 17th, 2021. Today's topic is what kind of secrets are you keeping? What kind of secrets are you keeping? We see it from the viewpoint of from beginning, Adam and Eve. You go to Cain and Abel, you can go to Sarah and Abraham, you can go to Esau and Jacob, you can go to uh, Moses, you can go, you can go to so many people in the Bible. And they kept something from God. They have decided to not tell nobody uh, uh, tell anybody certain things uh, where one mother we know the, uh, the, the story of Jacob and Esau where the mother decides to try to switch out the birthright Esau has a rightful birthright has the birthright and Jacob and his Jacob and mother and decide to swindle him out the birthright we see that, you know, we, we see so many parables in the Bible of people that have decided to change situations, uh, do not, I say, uh, underhanded stuff. You see the story of Joseph and his brothers where the brother decided to say, okay, we're going to tell daddy that we, that he ended up dead. He dead. But really, they sold, sold him into slavery. They sold him. He ended up in Egypt. And so many things in this lifetime, we think that we keep in secrets. We're keeping secrets from people. And the one person we think we're going to keep your secret from is God. And God already knows what you're going to do, when you're going to do it, how you're going to do it, when you're going to do it, where you're going to do it. <laughs> God knows everything. So, let's get into this topic, right? Of what kind of secrets are you keeping? Okay? Alright, babies. Let's get busy. secrets we think we're doing the best for other people keeping things from them and then it ends up maybe sometimes blowing up in your face or um, you know so many years you can hold on to a secret and and sometimes those secrets that we are keeping keep us bound the secrets that we keep are keeping us bound, bound to 
old life bound to old ways. Sometimes it, what we keep inside as a secret, it can hurt us for many, many, many years. And what kind of secrets are you keeping? You know, we deal with in society today that uh, it's it it is a thing of no, I don't want nobody to know. I'm I, I don't I've noticed I have noticed this in the church that no, we're not gonna talk about uh, who gay. We're not gonna talk about the pastor. He may be gay, or the pastor, or the first lady. She may be gay. Or we don't want to talk about, uh, sometimes we want to keep our secrets so secret, we don't want to tell nobody what we used to do before we get became saved. Right? And, you know, like, how, what could I say? And, like, my example, right? I wrote my, I wrote all my secrets in a book. I have nothing to hide. And the thing is, is sometimes we can hold on to secrets for so long, they make us feel. They drain us. They deplete us. Um, they make us feel bad about ourselves. Um, you know, some you know, sometimes those secrets are so devastating to us, we don't want to tell nobody what we've done. We don't want to tell nobody what has happened to us. We don't want to tell nobody that we might have been assaulted or raped or molested or abused as a child. Or we don't want to tell anybody anything about us. Because we feel like if we open ourselves up to people, people will judge us. People will, oh, oh, wait, you know, I've had that, you know. I used to, you know, and I used to, I, I would reveal myself, I would meet people, and then sometimes I learned the hard way, where we got it, sometimes them secrets that we have, and we tell the wrong person, oh, they look at us all funny, and look at us, look at us like, oh, no, I don't want to be with you no more, or, you know, it's, it's a thing of, oh, I want to reject you now, I don't, why are you telling me that? Somebody had somebody tell me that one time. I told them something confidence and they were like why are you telling me that like I, I don't want to I don't want to know that I really don't care that was the kind of attitude they had when I came out and told them that and it was like oh no now I get it now I get it it's it's the thing of you know now I get it sometimes we can't tell people our stuff we can't tell people because we're too afraid to be judged we're too afraid to be rejected we're too afraid to be put in this label after we told a secret oh you ain't no good you you've been uh, you've been tainted as they say but do you realize that the secrets that you keep god knows them all God knows everything. God knows everything about us. God knows everything. You know, 
And then sometimes we have to turn around and keep, and we have to tell God the secret and leave it there. But God already knows what has happened to us or what is going to happen to us in our past, future, past, present, past. He knows everything. But sometimes those secrets keep us bond, keep us in bondage. They keep us in bondage. As we look in the Bible, we see that sometimes the secrets have a tremendous, 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 tremendous effect on us later. And the perfect example for that would be Joseph and his brothers. (laughs) Joseph and his brothers. If you think about it, Joseph... Joseph, Joseph, Joseph. Joseph has come, you know, he's, he's, he's with his brothers and, and he shares his dream and he goes and feels like he can trust his, he can trust them. You know, we see it in chapter in, in 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 Genesis 37. We see it that you can tell somebody something, and they, you know, they have this propensity, or they're gonna start hating. But the secret is, but the secret lies in where they sell their brother, have their father thinking that. That uh that Joseph is dead. Cause they bring the coat back. That's a heck of a that's a heck of a secret to keep that you don't turn around. You you want to get rid of somebody. It's a coup. It's a everybody gets this one person. And then it's a it, another thing is it's in your family. It's in your family. It, it's like, wait a minute, hold up. Um I thought we supposed to love one another and treat each other the same and do unto others as we have them doing to you, but this seems not the case. And they go into the secret where they live, they have <clears throat> that they, his brothers, go into this real deep secret of saying that they go back home and tell their father that he did. Joseph is dead. Now that's one. That's a heck of a secret. But really, what you did was <clears throat> what you what you planned for to destroy me. The secret that you tried to keep end up coming back to you further on down the road. See, God think God has a plan for everything that someone has plotted against you. There's sometimes no secrets and no coming back to bite you in the butt. And what? This this, this is a prime example of what kind of secrets are you keeping? You done decided to deceive your father to go into this life, life of having him thinking his son is dead. Now he's mourning for the rest of his life with his son, Joseph. And you really, you really turn around. You, you really, you know. And then 
you got him thinking that. Then you also, you got this thing of, okay, why well, don't sold him to the Midianites? Sold him, sold him, sold him into Egypt unto his Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh and captain of the guard. You sold him into slavery. And later on down the road, when you think things is good, things is happy, things is always good, and, and but you see later on down the road where uh, they have to go to Egypt. They travel to Egypt. And they incur, they, they run into his, they brother. They run into him. They run into him. It's, it's like, wow. Oh my God. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I thought he was dead. I thought, okay, we sold him into slavery. And now we come into a kingdom that we need something. But there it is. The secret sitting in your face. Slap you smack dead in your face. Well, now he's really still alive. And now you have to face this fact that you know you did him wrong. You know you did Joseph wrong when y'all turned around and sold him into slavery. And that's something you gotta deal with on your conscience for a long time. Long, 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 long time. Long time, long time. Long time, right? <laughs> and <laughs> it is a thing that that's a heck of a secret to keep. That's a heck of a secret to keep. And sometimes we want we we've done that. We've done certain things to people. And we've hurt their feelings, and we've we've burdened them with other things that we shouldn't have done to other people, you know. And we've we, we've created generational curses, and from the secrets that we keep in. And, and we perpetuate that on our children. We perpetu- uh, sometimes secrets can. Sometimes the secrets are terrible. You know, we see. We you know we we've seen that in the seen it in the movies. You see, uh, precious. Where her mom knew what her boyfriend was doing to her daughter, but she didn't defend her. She didn't come to her defense. She thought that was some, you know, and then she looked at her daughter like you did. You, you, you made him, you, she was blaming her daughter for something her boyfriend did. And then we find out in the end, it was the same thing her mother did to her when she was raised, when she was coming up. And then nobody protect her. And then nobody, uh, it, it was like a generational curse. And that was something that she had to deal with, you know. And we see so many things in our society today that we that we that people keep secrets about. You know, sometimes them secrets can kill you. Sometimes them secrets can kill you. You know, like um what did I say? No, when you think you you think that you're raising your kids one way and really they're doing something else totally different. No, where it is a thing of 
uh, where in my life I made a decision when I was a or when I was a drug addict to let my sister raise my daughter. Okay, and now it is a thing of I want peace. I want peace, and I want to really. I want her really in my life. I didn't really value that until after my grandmother died. I didn't value the relationship. I didn't. I didn't value uh, 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 sitting down and having a conversation with her and talking to her and getting to know her. Now I want to do that, and I'm about to be a grandmother. And nobody is telling me anything. So that was that's something that I'm having to deal with with that that generational thing. What kind of secrets are you keeping? No, sometimes those things that you keep to yourself, they end up they end up hurting you in the end too. That's like. I want to be involved. I want to be your grandma. I'm about to be a grandma. And me and her don't even talk. We don't have a conversation. We don't say nothing to each other. She don't call me and I've been trying to get in contact with her, but she don't want to talk to me. And I'm tired of going through everybody on that side on or, or, uh, with my, my sister and things like that. And everybody being so secretive. Don't tell nobody nothing. Until they want some, but life goes on. And when you come to me, and I've been you no know, trying to reach out, and, and you know sometimes those, like I said, them secrets they'll come back and bite you in the butt. But I have offered the olive branch. You no, know, how she doing? What you doing? Okay, when the baby do? Okay, where can I send the stuff for the baby? Cause I want to be, I want to be more involved. And my mom was involved with my kids when I was having them. My mama didn't call, didn't call, didn't do none of that about when I was, you know, having a baby. And her, her, my mom and my grandmother used to talk every day, every day, every day, every day, every day, every day. And that's how it was. It is every day. But I want to have a better relationship with my daughter than my mother had with me. When it came to having grandkids, oh, you know, no call, no, you know, I want to be involved. So, like I said, sometimes those secrets can can bite you in the butt. No, secrets can do that. Secrets can kill, can really kill somebody. No, say like, okay, uh, the like children going to foster care. And the foster parents are abusive to them and don't nobody help them. And then they be wondering why the kid running away all the time or why they stealing or why they doing this or this, none or other. And, and, and it's like, okay, well, you don't think it's going to have repercussions with this secret where you're abusive to the child, child keep running away. And, and people seem like they don't care. What kind of secrets are you keeping? You know, like, when I was, my first, I, I really, you know, after my grandma passed, I really wanted to get into, I, I was already in a singing group, and at the time, I was still doing drugs, I was still smoking crack, I was still doing, go, I would go sing for the Lord on a Sunday, 
or whenever we had a program. And then I carried my I carried my week on like I had nothing else to do at the time. And but I was still doing the same routine, getting up in church, go sing in front of folks, and know I go home and go smoking crack. And thing is, is that after a while, it kind of does what it wears on your conscience about keeping that secret, you know, where you smoke cigarettes and, and then, you know, then, um, you know, you being a smoke, a smoke of a cigarette, you want to sing at church and then, you know, they got these rules or they got this way of saying, okay, you at church, don't have your clothes smell like cigarette smoke. You can tell you smell like cigarette smoke because it's normally some people, they are, uh, they are, you know, they are Christians and they don't smoke cigarettes. They don't drink. They don't do, you know, and they can tell when you've gone and had a drink or you smoke a cigarette or whatever, whatever. And after a while, I mean, one time we was at a program and my, and my, and our manager said, uh, no ma'am, we do not have any smoking. I tried to go outside and smoke a cigarette for our program, right? And he came outside. He said, that's not prohibited in our group. If you're gonna smoke, you wait till you get home before you get to the group, or you or you wait uh, when you get home before you get to the group. You smoke when you with the group and all. No, we hand that. You do that. You keep that at home. You keep that at home. So you say, you know, before a program, before you get with us, or after you leave us, that's when you could do whatever you want to do, but not while you with us. And I was like, okay, and then. It kind of got to the point where, um, you know, I had to, you know, had to, had to try to keep my coat. That's why I would turn around and try to cover that up, you know, not with perfume, but I would wash the outfit as soon as I got home and hang it dry and up. Okay. What kind of secrets are you keeping? Yeah. You might not think these are trivial things, but after a while, it does weigh down your conscience what kind of secrets you keep. And life has a way of telling you it's time to come out of the closet, whether that's whether that's a drug addict, heroin addict, whatever kind of drug you're doing, if you're drinking, if you are um, dealing with some private, real private stuff, when you deal with depression or anxiety or things like that. Yes, I have been dealing with that for the last couple of days anxiety, feeling fatigued, feeling tired, you know, but my thing is, regardless of what you, whatever your secret is, don't let it hold you captive, don't let it hold you captive, what kind of secrets are you keeping, you know, and free yourself from that monotony of trying to hold on to this tattered string that's hanging there and you're trying to hold on to all that old stuff. No, let go of your secrets. Let go of what's holding you. Let go of the secret that's holding you back. Um, I had a I, I I had a friend. And the friend had this secret. He was abused as a child by his brother. And that secret held on because his brother treated him like crap. His mom, he he knew, his mom knew his brother was doing that to him. 
but did nobody protect him from that. I don't think anybody protected him from his brother's abuse. And he's held on, and his brother had his way of tormenting him. He said what he got, he would do, he would do certain things, and he would make, he would be, he, you know, he would be making toys or, or, or tinkering with radios or things like that, and things he liked to do. His brother would come in and tear up all his stuff. And you know that feel, that feel of him being abused has got his has got him in a mindset of being stuck for the rest of his life. And I remember when I used to be that way. When I was like, I was too afraid to step out. I was too afraid to let anybody in. Uh, when I let people in, they would use the secret against me. And, they, and, I, and I didn't, and, and, and I used to think like him. Oh, now you're using this against me. No, I'm not using it against you. I'm trying to free you from this prison that you have put yourself in. And because he thought that I was using his secret against him, he didn't want to speak to me no more. I said, well, you know what? You can hold on to your secret. That's your business. And I'm going to leave it at that. Only you know when you want to come out of your secret. And you want to stop living in, in 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 bondage. When you want to walk away from, when you want to walk away from these things that are holding you back, holding you from the things that God had meant for you to do. My friend, he could he could cook. He was a great uh, uh, design artist. He could he could put a room together, interior design. Um, he had so many. He could DJ. He had so many. He had so many skills that he wastes time with his. He wastes time and he, he lives this lie. He lives this secret of telling people, "I'm gonna do. I'm gonna. I, I got a screenplay. He ain't wrote that. I mean, he wrote it." I have them copyrighted, and he's not solicited to other people. He wrote the screenplay. He DJs, okay? He he's a chef, excellent cook. He is a interior designer. He could put a room together like nobody's business. But he is so stuck in his secret, so stuck in the secret that. Uh, that he afraid he afraid that he steps out of what he he's afraid and he he lives in this in this book he lives in this lie he tells her you know and this this what this would get me he people live in their lies and think that's the truth some people have this disillusion they can live in their lies and think that's the truth Like when I first met him, oh, I'm a screenwriter. I write plays. Um, I'm a chef. I do this. And and then the more I hung around with this person, the more I'm like, but you don't do nothing. You, you don't do, you know, I, you know, I understand sometimes we, we have a life before we meet people. And, and I was like, well, why don't you, you know, why don't you start your own catering service? 
I give catering service, you know, catering, or you sell dinners or things like that. And it's like, I was like, you know, and 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 it was somebody, and and I end up being in a relationship with this person. And the thing was, was that they didn't want to do none of that stuff. They just want to sit around and drown out their sorrows with getting drunk and smoking weed all day. That's what was keeping them in a secret. I I I, I turn to drugs because I'm too afraid to step out this bubble that I'm talking about I'm doing, or I'm lying to everybody that I'm doing, I'm living, but I'd rather stay in this bubble and smoke weed and drink all day. They then they, they, I mean, and I was like, come on, we got, we, we gotta, you know, we, you gotta do something else with your life. It's more to life than just this, and then lying to people and, and thinking that's something to do, and it's, it's cool, and oh, I want, I want to, I want to sound like I'm doing something, but really, I ain't doing nothing at all in my life. I'm just sitting at home collecting this disability check, uh, for this medicine I'm taking. And I want to lie to everybody and tell them I'm doing all this, that, and the third. Really, you're not doing nothing. The secret is, what secret is you keeping by living that lifestyle? God wants you to live some. God wants you to do more with your life than live these lies and secrets. God wants you to live that live more for him he's giving you the opportunity giving you these gifts and he wants you to do what do what you want do what he asks you to do with them but some of us want to sit on the secrets want to sit on the stuff okay well all right and then you know it's like come on that secret is holding you back even you're 50 something years old i know but everybody has their time when they want to tell, when they want to come out that secret closet. Not because you get it, just a closet. It's a, it's a closet. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take. It's a jail cell that you want to live in that secret. That you want to keep that secret. You don't tell nobody nothing. But you're letting that secret control your life. That's not good. So, what secrets are you gonna let go of today? What secrets are you going to let go of today? I don't care if you write them down. You can, you can write them down, record them, whatever. Write, just do, let go of that secret. Because it ain't hurting nobody but you. It ain't hurting nobody but you. Okay? All right, babies. I want to thank y'all for listening to Morning Word and Worship. And uh, my topic today is what kind of secrets are you keeping? Okay? And I want to say thank you for listening. I love y'all, and I'll talk to y'all next week. Okay, babies? Love you. Bye, babies. Sharice Johnson Moore here, owner and CEO of LBMTV. At LBMTV, our objective is to give you programming that will invigorate, motivate, and inspire you. Our programming will provide you with insight, in-depth knowledge, and solutions in your daily living. 
We can be seen on every smart TV, smartphone globally. We're located on the C1 Media Smart TV app, Apple TV, Roku TV, Amazon Fire TV, Android TV, and Google TV. So get ready to enjoy positive, uplifting programming for your daily living here at LBM TV, where we care about you. Hello, 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 Sharice Johnson-Moore here, and I have something special for you, okay? I'm starting a new streaming channel, and it is entitled LBM TV, okay? So, I want to get you seen in front of 4.5 million people, okay? You know how many people that is that you could advertise your business to, that you could put yourself on front of the people to be seen. 4.5 million people. Oh my God, that's a lot of people, right? So, I'm opening the door for all of those that would like to advertise on my TV channel, LBM TV, an opportunity to really get in front of the people you can contact with contact me through lbmtvmedia at gmail.com for further details lbmtvmedia at gmail.com for further details okay so i want to get you seen in front of 4.5 million people okay so that's on a daily basis and I wanted to let you know that I support all businesses, okay? So come on in, come on in the room and get seen on TV, okay? All right, babies, I love you. <laughs>